The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to a very special San Diego Comic-Con edition of IGN's weekly PlayStation show. I'm Max Scoville, and joining me today are my esteemed colleagues, Brian Altano and Akeem Lawanson. What's up? And Hi. special guest, Lisa Wallen, stand-up comedian, Twitch streamer, weeaboo, all-around cool person. <laughs> I was just sitting outside of the studio. You just invited me in last they're, minute. They're clapping because you like anime. <laughs> yeah. Putting you on blast. Hey, anime. Now, before we get started, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. We're recording this on the Saturday evening on the tail end of our massive Comic-Con live show. If you're watching the video, that's why we have production value this week. Uh, it is literally the last thing we're shooting. We're all very tired. They're actually tearing the studio down in the background. So if there's any glaring oversight in massive news in the world of PlayStation, We'll tackle it next week. Please just be kind. That also explains the loud clanging noises that you might hear throughout the show, right? Like something might just break or fall, like that one of these true. things, a crane or whatever. Yeah. No, it's just someone jib. just dropping a pole on a pile of bagels or something. Perfect. Um, anyway, let's talk about Spider-Man at Comic-Con. I, I love him. Uh, well, hold on now. <laughs> uh, he might be up to no good I these days. I love Spider-Man too. The sequel? Spider-Man also or Spider-Man number... Uh, it could be both. Okay. Okay. Okay, so, <laughs> so Insomniac had a panel at uh, Comic-Con this year showing off some new stuff from the upcoming sequel, and I feel like this did a really good job of kind of reigniting excitement that I had for this game. Like, yes. I was, you know, obviously, it feels like just a kind of safe bet. Like, I know that it's going to be good. The first one was great. Miles Morales was maybe even better. Mm -hmm. And this yeah. is just, like, more of the same, but running on the PS5 proper. And, yeah, the story trailer... It's pretty great. Like it's pretty awesome. Like it really, it just kind of, it really just kind of put things into perspective, and I'm, I'm stoked about it. Am I the only one who feels that way? No, no, no. I think the biggest question I have is, what is Peter serving underneath that cartoon tray of food? <laughs> yeah. Is it lobsters? It, is he in disguise? Like, is Not he working. Sneaking into Craven's mansion or something? That. Venom is under there. <laughs> there you go. He's just got a little plate of like a little moose bouche of symbiote. <laughs> just a little, t uh, just a little taste of symbiote. Yeah, no, I was really excited for this trailer, especially when I saw Miles Morales. Uh, he looked like. Akeem Lawanson circa 2019, which is right. That, so there's there's been like a huge debate about getting black people's hair right in yeah, games, yeah. and I like I, I can't speak to hair of any race, but I mean, maybe maybe you can. <laughs> <chime in. laughs> no, I mean, you look very alien-esque. What know? the? F with yes, the thank bone. you. Sure, great. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, that's a 
race. Uh, <laughs> so no, uh, but yeah. Balls are taking over the world. That's we we come in in, in the night and we bite people and you, yeah. and all right. you lose Balls your hair. Come in the peace. That's all game. that I care about. <laughs> but, but the thing is, the, the thing is, uh, I, I was talking to the social team earlier uh, today, and apparently there's been like that's been like a point of contention uh, amongst. Uh, uh, the people on the internet, so, uh, the denizens of the internet, you know, they're talking about like uh, uh, his hair, Miles's hair. Uh, did they get it right? Did they get it wrong? Honestly, I, I like the Killmonger look. Um, mm. I, I don't, I don't see what the issue is. I don't, I don't know why people are focusing on that. Um, and people comparing it to how his hair looked uh, in uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Right. Yeah. What's he, grew, up, he grew it out. Yeah. What's, yeah. Up, what's up with specifically Spider-Man fans nitpicking these games? Like there was the whole Puddle Gate in the first one, mm -hmm. where people were like, the puddles don't look as good as they did in the yeah. trailer. Well, it's not just, it's not just Miles too, because like that there's that shot of Mary Jane right and her hair's longer and everyone's like it's a different actress and it's like some people can grow hair longer some people look different when you see them nine or ten years later or ten months this is like this is what ten months after Miles Morales they confirmed that at their panel mm -hmm. like there's a time jump time has passed also they're not real they're superheroes it's right. a fictional universe I don't know anyway but no there's the there's the whole Puddlegate thing there's the, the the MJ thing they had to be like no it's the same it's the same character model and people are like, oh, but what about the water looks kind of fake. It's, it is fake. It's a video game. Shut up. They showed Venom. What's yeah, wrong with you? Yeah, we pick everything, basically. Yes. yes. Um, but no, I mean, I don't mean that, you know, there, are, there will obviously be, you know, valid, valid criticisms. But, like, I, I don't know. I think, it looks, I think it looks phenomenal. I do want to know what's under that serving tray. Is, I know. Is Peter Parker uh, scrambling for money? I hope it's not a, a Doc Ock puzzle. I it's hate actually going to be a really low-quality puddle underneath that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate puddle games. <laughs> Well, they did that thing. There was that thing in the first game. Do you guys remember the boat people in the first game? That sounds that sounds racist. But no, there were pe boat people. No, there were wow, there, there were Brian. there were boats in the first game around yeah. Manhattan, right? Uh, and like people swung in and got really close to them, and they were, they looked like these like weird cardboard cutouts, like when uh, Kevin McAllister. Yeah, so those are actually Jordan and Home Alone. those were people who were in the stands in Forza, but they're on vacation in New York. Oh, and good, yeah. So they went on and the boat and they're just a crossover. They were like they they had they were like triangle faced. <laughs> Because they were like, no one's ever going to get this close. And they're like, dude, are you kidding me? It's a video game. We're going to yeah. get all gonna up in there. The we're going to try to date them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they did the remastered version, and they put regular normal people there. It was amazing. They, you know, rest that in was peace. A good, I'm glad they fixed that. But no, I, like, I don't know. This game has a lot going for it. Like, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about it. Lisa, what's your, what's your read on this? Like, we were sort of talking about I'm this. just, like, obsessed with the cinematics to begin with. Mm -hmm. But also, like, I just like the fact that he's, like, fighting a... A, another Spider-Man, basically. Yeah. Like another Venomy Spider-Man. I didn't. I only seen the movies. I'm not gonna another lie. Like, <laughs> he's fighting a Spider-Man. You mean Venom? Yeah, Venom. Okay. Like he's the right. the affected Spider-Man. Just Spider making sure the, that's the, the Venom Spider-Man. The infected Spider-Man. Spider there you, there Spider you go. He's yeah. A bit spider -some yeah. Now. He's a spider. Here, he's here at Comic Con, we have to find the biggest Spider-Man expert. Yeah. Like, Get him on the show. There you go. The, the infected Spider-Man. You're crushing me. The way you're referring to Venom. Venomy Spider-Man. Yeah, he's a, a Venomy Spider-Man. No, it looks amazing. Um, I actually never even played the first one, though. Like, right, I'm, yeah. I am the person that's like, why am I sitting here right now? No, you're, I'm just kidding. You're, every, everyone's doing a great job. No, uh, I've been wanting to check out the Spider-Man games because I loved the uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I love those movies so much. And so I wanted to check out the games, finally, because I never understood the Miles Morales story because mm -hmm. I never really got into Spider-Man until recently. And so, yeah, I saw the trailer a few days ago, and I was like, okay, this actually looks right up my alley, so. I had a, a conversation with Max recently and I realized like I'm just completely basic when it comes to Spider-Man costumes. Like I only like like the 
the classic color schemes and in all these games they do all these like completely over the top like there's like mech suits and robot yeah. stuff and I'm, I'm just like I'm boring and I want vanilla ice cream Spider-Man and he's just I want my blue. Venom yeah, Spider-Man yeah my venom my lemony lemony <laughs> yeah, like I mean, some, some of the costume variants that we saw uh, for this were just out of this world I mean yeah they were like I think there's like a, a Ronin Spider-Man costume there's like a, a uh, we have strong feelings on this matter. Like, yes. We, they, they, yeah. they revealed like a bunch of pre-order bonuses and uh -huh. they got a bunch of comic artists to design different like takes on the Spider-Man uniform. And then they got the, the game artists to make those in game. And I feel like they all just look kind of uniformly video gamey. Yeah. And I'm not really, I'm not really feeling it. And I actually mm -hmm. we went through like a sort of breakdown of the, the previous costumes and I felt like a big old fake comic book fan because I felt the same way about the comic, the games, the, the, the costumes in the first game. And there, a lot of those are actually deep cuts to like more recent comics that I just wasn't familiar with. Right, yeah, they're, I was they're, like, they're rooted in comic books. Like, they've What about Steve Ditko? <laughs> <laughs> they need to do more of those. Yeah, it's, uh, it was interesting too, because like um, looking at the, the, the panel that they did, they revealed that PlayStation 5, which is like, it's, it was basically the all red PlayStation 4 that is now getting Venomy. Is, is a word I that we've now Venom. coined. That's yeah. A new word now. And one of our producers thought that it was just a giant blood splatter, and I was like, "What do you think this game is about?" <laughs> Venomy Spider-Man, regular Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I was I was looking at the the collector's edition thing they're doing with the big statue. And Max, you and I were actually on a convention center show floor the other night shooting videos, like we always do. And we found this booth, and they're called Premium Collectibles. Premium Collectible Studio, yeah. Yes. They, I think, yeah, they, they're the ones who, who designed the, the Collector's Edition statue. Yes. They also had this, like, just shockingly cool, like, like full-scale Carnage bust, like, of Carnage's head. Carnage isn't real, which is good. Like a, That's Carnage Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Carnage, yeah. yeah Carnage Spider-Man. Ketchup Spider-Man. <laughs> it's fine. Carnage <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Carnegie Spider-Man yeah. does concerts. Uh, no, like, but they made this like this crazy bus that's you know he's got his he's got his so teeth many, open. His, so his, his, many Spider-Man people are, are gonna Spider-Man. Spiders folks. The boat people in the Spider-Man. That was worse than the boat people. So many Spiders folks are gonna be pissed at me. Like, who is this girl with the Venomy Spider-Man? So I'm a big fan of Man Spider more than Spider-Man. Man Spider. Yeah, I feel like that's a thing they've done. You know that's a thing, right? That's Danny DeVito. That's what that is. What? No, Man Spiders like they they did that in the 70s, and it's just it's it's horrible. It's just like a tarantula that's wearing a Spider-Man costume. It's very scary. Well, they should make a video game out of that. If and they I put that in a game, I'll be upset. And I don't want to. I don't want to play it anymore. So the, this company that's making they're making the statue that comes with the special edition or collector's edition yep. of Spider-Man. They're making this Maximum Carnage statue, which is incredible. But uh, they they also had a um, one-to-one -one scale uh, Chun, ketchup Spider-Man. Chun Li. Oh. Chun-Li uh, Spider-Man. We don't need to no, talk no. about it. We don't need no, I, no, I need to talk about this. Wait, this is a Chun-Li. Okay, okay. We're not going to no, talk. No, it's, it's not Spider-Man. I'm talking. Okay, we don't can, I just, can I just roll? This is fine. <laughs> this is an all This is a, We're talking about PlayStation. We this is Street Fighter Six is on PlayStation, right? Chun-Li, famous video game character, video game podcast. Talk about the it statue. Is, it's, it's, a, it's a statue of, of Chun-Li, but only from the waist up. It's a bust. It's a bust, okay. but it's the size of us. This show is a bust. It's terrifying. And, and it's, it's made of silicon. All right. And they kept it behind glass. I'm interested. And they okay. kept it behind glass. They all their collectibles behind glass. But that one especially, <laughs> right. so anyway, because um, people are grabby and gross. Okay, all right. Let, what, Boat uh, people. <laughs> You can't say that. You can't stop. Spider folks and boat people. Okay. Um, off to a great start. Really running a tight ship here. How did topic one go for you? I think it could have gone better. <laughs> uh, so. Another thing that got shown off at Comic-Con, big panel, uh, was Star Wars Outlaws. We yes. Got some, okay. We got some new details on that. That is 
I want to I want to play that game. I'm I know. Like a little bit cross I that I don't. See, I have seen all the Star Wars, so I can talk about this. Good. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> what, what's what's your so. What's your, what's your vibe on open world games? Uh, I love them, but I also have diagnosed OCD, so they're unhealthy for me. Okay, I think that's a, that's a totally yeah, that's a fair answer. I do. That's that's I, why you like the Yakuza games, though, right? Because they're like they're they're open world games, but they're yeah, not. But then they're I like just cozy. Do karaoke for thirty hours. Yes. And then forget that someone's dying in the background. <laughs> Some guy really needs toilet paper. Yeah, but no, I gotta sing. I think because I'm actually not a huge star. I like Star Wars movies and then they started doing other things and I was like, oh, this is just too much now. Like, I'll right. just stick to my short three-hour films. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had not played a Star Wars game since the N64 Rogue Leader one, <laughs> so I was very far behind. Mm -hmm. uh, was it Rogue Squadron? It was, yeah, those two, Rogue Squadron, Rogue, Rogue Leader. You missed a then, couple bangers, but honestly, not that much. Yeah. No, really, yeah. But this is the first time I watched the trailer and like the 10-minute game plan was like, okay, this is really up my, also, you don't have to be a Jedi. That was the first thing. Is like, I don't have to know too much about any lore to begin with to really enjoy this game. Game. It, it got me so mad that people were like, where's the, where's the lightsabers? And they're like, a month ago, before this game was announced, like, a, a lightsaber game came out. Yeah, literally, like, it's it, been, Jedi, Survi is Jedi Survivor. Yeah, it was, it was like April or something, and <laughs> it, this game got announced in June. Like Six weeks prior, it came yeah. out six weeks prior to this game getting announced. People were like, what do you mean I have to be a girl and I don't get a lightsaber? And it's like, go to your game style. Yeah, there's go no get girls the, in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Like talking fishmen who pilot spacecrafts and have swivel chairs, sure. But we actually we learned some cool stuff about this game at Comic Con. One, uh, we asked Max in our in our uh, dev interview if you can customize the uh, speeder bike. I specifically asked if you could put stickers on it, and they said there's no stickers. Are there stickers oh. in Yet. Star Wars? I don't think there's. Well, uh, Are there stickers? Canonically, I just feel like that does like that kind of that exists in that universe. For stickers? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Stickers. I what about know, puzzles? We get a fact world, check about the stickers. Do they have puzzles in Star Wars? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I love puzzles. I'm sorry. Puzzles are very tasty. They definitely have puzzles in Star Wars. <laughs> puzzles are mysterious. Stickers are not. Stickers are straightforward. I feel like they either have like stencils and like spray stuff, like weird decals. If you guys had speeder bikes, would, put, would you put stickers on the on the I speeder would. bike? Yeah, of course. I would do it. That's how you customize. That was our I big takeaway from. Pink? Make it pink and sparkly. Pink and sparkly, and then yeah. you put like little. What kind of stickers? Because it'd be really it? good for stealth reasons. They put pink, pink and sparkly speeder bikes in, uh, <laughs> in the book of Boba Fett. People got mad about it because they thought it was too silly and colorful. And I was no, like, well, it's because they were too slow. That's why. And they looked they looked like old vacuum cleaners. <laughs> oh no! Whenever it comes to like video games that are based off like franchises, like Spider-Man, I think uh -huh. that's what it's called. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, you um, learned that character's yeah. name today. That was good. <laughs> Enemy Spider Guy and the other Spider Guy. But it's like I, you know, like with comic books, it's all convoluted like you have to read this by this person he has it with something like the Star Wars Outlaws it's like oh I'm just a person yeah stealth stuff and then I, I don't really need to know much so far they right, kind of yeah. just dropped you into it no I mean and this one specifically to uh counter everything you just said takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And <laughs> Which I have seen. Yeah. So. One of the least documented areas in Star Wars. Even if you haven't seen those, this is still an interesting game. Of course. You know, yeah. like, I'm not like a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, yeah, you're on I'm rocks. Very interested mm -hmm. in this game. <laughs> it's also uh, uh, Navid Kavari, who worked on a bunch of the Far Cry games, is working on this game. And I just learned that today when he walked in our studio to like record with us. And I was like, oh, you made Far Cry games? 
I love Far Cry games. Like, put a little, this, so there's gonna be Far Cry in this game? Awesome. And it immediately got me thinking, like, all right, can you go to an outpost and there's like a wampa in a cage and you shoot it and it lets it out and it starts eating stormtroopers and yeah. drug dealers and stuff like that? Great. Give I it mean, to that's me. I mean, that's my whole gripe with, like, with Battlefront is like, everyone was like, it's just gonna be Battlefield with Star Wars. And I wish it was. That yeah. would have been great. They just, just do like palette swaps of the guns and make them face, fake guns and make like laser noises and stuff. Like, that's fine. Just do mm -hmm. that. But like, I mean, this is the studio that is doing the Avatar game too. And we're gonna get Avatar Cry, and then we're gonna get uh, Star Cry. Cry. And it's gonna be, it's just Far Cry with different galaxies, and that's great, and I think it's And wonderful. you're gonna get Devil May Far Cry, and then she's gonna keep going. That might make me, make me Devil May Cry game. Max, why did you say Avatar Cry instead of Paw Cry? No, Tar Cry or Paw Cry, because they they're cats. They, they don't have that. paws yeah, though, they, like, have, like, they have Ninja Turtle hands. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't like the turtles? No, I love the turtles. I don't like cats don't having like their hands. I don't like cats. I love I like the turtle turtles hands. With hands. Okay. Could you, right. Have any of the turtles ever gotten engaged? Like, could you imagine one of them putting a ring on? Are you asking me that? <laughs> this is not even in the top 5,000 stupidest things I've ever asked you, Max. <laughs> Especially this weekend at, at Comic-Con. That's very fair. There's a whole panel about whether the turtles get engaged. No, that was topic no, two there's not. <laughs> I don't think it's going so great. I don't know. Checking in on, you know. As we move on to the next topic. Did you learn anything exciting about Star Wars? Uh, no, I just want to play it. Uh, it they, looks fun. They, yeah. yeah, they mentioned something about uh, working with the story group on tr uh, new lines of dialogue in Huttese, which is Jabba the Hutt's language, which is funny because I that's his last name. Huttese. Yeah, Huttese. You're such Huttese. Brian. That's so bad. Ooh. You are, though. Ooh. I liked it. Showing a little bit of anger. I'll give you, I'll, t I'll tell you, I like that joke. That was good. I hope that they, like, I, I, want, I want this game to come out sooner than later. Like, I'm, I'm kind of worried if this is the, if this is the, like, the drip feed we're getting of information about this yes. game. Like, if this is a pff, fall next year game, like, I, I worry I'm going to get sort of, like, tired of hearing about it. Like, it's very easy to kind of get Star Wars fatigue. It happens. There's a fair amount of yeah. Star Wars stuff getting constantly, you know, bombarded at us these days. Yeah, but I mean, but the fact that, I mean, you're, 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 you're thinking it might come out next year is, is awesome, because we just got a game this year. So I feel like did. Star Wars fans are People are, are definitely still good. talking about yes. all the time. So yeah. eating yeah. good. Well, and they said, <laughs> they said 2024, but uh, in video game land, I, that doesn't really mean anything to me anymore, right? Like they said a year. Mm -hmm. Dead, yeah, deadlines, dates don't mean anything. It, it means nothing anymore. I, so. I personally just need them to stop making games for a little bit, just so I can like catch up on everything else. You, you, you know? know, you know what that yeah. would do to the game developers, though. Yeah. If they just they could spend time political... with their families yeah. and yeah, have a healthy could... lifestyle. Well, honey, yeah. we're not gonna make games for a year. <laughs> they could play games. Yeah, they could. Right? They, they could. They could catch up. Catch up on games. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean you guys wouldn't have a job, but you know, you can catch up on games. No, so I'll just talk go. about the turtles getting married. It's at least a month. We, Follow me on Patreon. I'm going to have all sorts engaged. of speculation about what, how they would get married. You know, on yeah, yeah, if they saw me in games, we can actually settle this argument about whether or not the Ninja Turtles get engaged. We well, have I mean, so much discussion. What, there was, like, we, I think IGN put up a list. Uh, last year felt worse for it, right? Like how many games got delayed? Yeah. This year, like games are actually coming out constantly. Yep. But last year was definitely like, hey, uh, so everything you were looking forward to is gone. Try it next year. And we were all like okay with it. And now everything post-COVID is now coming out. I'm like, this is a lot. I know. <laughs> no, every, <laughs> like <with> everything. <laughs> everything is hitting this year at the exact same time. But then, then there was a writer strike, and so like then the yeah. movies get delayed. So mm -hmm. there's, it's always, always something.
It's, I, don't, I guess I don't know what the pop culture landscape of 2024 is. Like, it's kind of out there. Hopefully it's Star Wars, Outlaws. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I hope that comes out next year. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I want to say that I, 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 Ubisoft can, can put out, like, an Assassin's Creed game, like, every year if they want to. They can crank out Far Cry games. We know that. Like, they've got, See, they've got Star Wars and they've got Avatar. You guys are anime fans, though. We're anime fans. Yeah. So we're, like, constantly stressed out about how many things are coming out at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's like 17 TV shows right now that I need to watch. Like that That's is a lot. every season. It really, it's not even an exaggeration. Yeah, no, not at all. There's new anime every single year. Yep. And it, well, a ton of shows. Yeah, there's new everything every year, but. Well, yeah, that's how time works. <laughs> new leaves on the trees, new birds in the sky. All, but all, all the things that you were hyping up before the pandemic are now coming out like this year on top of all the games. And it's like being someone who's like into multiple different fandoms, it's just, it's so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> there is like that, like uh, I don't I don't have enough time for this type of thing, right? Yeah. Or just like, oh, I wish I had more freedom. Yeah, you're space. like that, there's that Twilight Zone with the guy who breaks his glasses and it's all the time in the world, but it's like, I don't I know. know. He could probably do audiobooks now, you know, just get like a. It's like if I broke my anime TV. <laughs> You don't want to watch my. Is that why you don't watch anime? You don't have a special TV for it. <laughs> you need one, right? You don't have a dedicated yeah. anime TV. Specifically, a Japanese TV. A Japanese. Yeah. I, I, I like think I have. All of those. them are. Yes, like all of them, right? <laughs> An anime TV. I don't know. I don't even, that's the dumbest question but since the Max, next world's getting married. They're making an, uh, an anime game, right? Based on, uh, wrapped around, based on a... Rocket, what were we going to say? Based, uh, wrapped around a movie that Max okay. watched yesterday. Yeah, it's called Rocket Power. It's Rocket a great new Power. anime. <laughs> that's not nearly it's dumb enough. It's called Sandlot. No, it's <laughs> Sandlot. Sandlot. They're making a Sandlot video game. video game. You have to get the ball. It went over the fence, and there's the big beast, and he keeps eating it. What are we going to do? Can, we, can we please put some respect on Toriyama, please? Yeah. Of course. No, we uh, can't. Director okay, so of Sandland. Sandland. Okay. No. Sandland. Yeah. You did a great so, job playing it. Something yes. I don't think <laughs> something I don't think anyone expected was to, for there to be a new Toriyama game this year that got a, or a game and a move. Actually, I don't know if it's this year or next year or whatever, but it's it's, a, a, it's not Dragon Ball. Game, yeah, the game is not there's no yeah, there's no uh, yeah. release date on okay. this game just yet. So um, we, we got this revealed at, at the Naughty 3, whatever it's called, Summer yeah. of Gaming, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And Akeem, you got a chance to actually play it on the show floor. Yes, I got a chance to play it and I talked to the producer uh, for the game. The, the game is extremely well polished. Um, I, I, I asked, one of the questions I asked was how long was this game in development because of how far along it it looks. Mm -hmm. um, of course, they didn't answer that, which which is totally fine. Um, but again, the game is very well polished. Uh, so you get 10 minutes to play this, this particular demo. Um, and what they don't tell you is that it's it's you can go anywhere that you want to go in this game because so it's, it's a full it's open world game it's yeah. a full on like sandland is the right star yeah. of the game it's just open world so so it's essentially there's no you're not really like beholden to like a, it's not going to cut off when you get to a certain point uh the game just stops when you reach 10 minutes so you can go as far as you possibly can and, and wherever you want uh there's also even an easter egg in there um there's an easter egg uh, area that you can find that not too many players have found um in the demo the demo yeah no, it's uh, it's it's awesome. I, I love it. I can't wait for this to come out. So let's just contextualize this for a second. Yeah. Because like this is it, this is something that fascinates me because it is, for all intents and purposes, it's a new intellectual property. Yep. It is based on a single volume of manga that Toriyama put out 23 years like ago. Like 20 years yeah. ago. In 2000. <laughs> and it's like a thing he did for fun because he's like, I like demons and I like tanks. I want to draw some tanks and demons doing yep. stuff in the desert. And then he was like, drawing tanks is surprisingly hard. I think I'm gonna stop. One volume, published it. People were like, it's cool. But like, it doesn't have, it didn't have the legs of, you know, Dragon Ball or anything like yeah. that. Does it have, does, 
does the volume have like a, a finite ending? Like, does it feel yeah. self-enclosed? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's it's, awesome. So actually, they also, yeah. in addition to making a game, they also just made a new movie, which I saw the world premiere of last night. Yeah, what'd you think? It's great. Yeah. It's it's gorgeous. It's um, if you saw the last Dragon Ball movie, where it's that it's the first time doing sort of hybrid CG, but also 2D animation. Like it looks like it looks like anime, but if you look closely, you're like, oh, that's you know 3D or you know CG character models, which I think was kind of a weird adjustment for Dragon Ball fans because after 40 years of Goku being you know hand drawn, more or less cell animation. Yeah. Uh, it's not, you know not just cell, but also Boo and Frieza and all that. But uh, you know what, you know what I'm saying. But uh, this is. Uh, you know, this is an unfamiliar characters for the most part, and it's it looks great. It's it's gorgeous. Uh, I'm I'm kind of wondering if they were like, well, we're gonna have to make all these character models for the game anyway. Might as well use them in a in an anime and make a movie out of it. Do you remember what studio animated it? I I don't off the top of my head. No. Um, Walt Disney. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the same studio that animated Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Mm. That's a yeah. Um, guess. That's yeah. a I mean safe guess, but yeah, it's so the premise is it, the king of the the prince of demons is a dude named Beelzebub, who's yeah. basically like if you crossed uh, Kid Boo with uh, Shibi Trunks, like he's mm -hmm. just like a pink uh, little pain in the ass, like little little rascal, and he has to team up with this uh, sort of grizzled sheriff, and they live in a you know titular sandland where there's not a lot of water. And the reason for that is there's an evil king who sells water through like infomercials, and it's just nice. like, okay, doing some price gouging. And they're like, well, here there's a mysterious reservoir. Let's go find it. And then they find a tank along the way, and they drive around in a tank, they shoot some stuff, and then they find the water. That's like, the, I don't want to spoil it, but like, what yeah. did you think was going to happen? So, some Mad Max, right? It's extremely Mad Max. Okay. Yeah. It's got like actually some really funny like side characters. It's kind of got this sort of like Immortan Joe type character. And again, this is like long before Fury Road came out. Uh, it's got this like weird, these, these weird like characters who live in the desert who are called like the swimmers. And yeah. they're just, they all dress like water polo players, um, but with like capes and stuff. And they're all like kind of like, they're sort of mutated. They remember that, that weird family from Judge Dredd lived out in the desert. Oh, with like yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're awesome. like, but they're all wearing like Speedos and goggles and stuff. And the dad is like, I'm so sad there's no water. None of my boys know how to swim. And they're all wearing Speedos. I'm like, what are you doing out here? Like, it's really stupid. Like, it's a really stupid, silly story. And I mean that in a lovingly. Like, it's, of course. it's goofy. It's Toriyama. Toriyama. It's like a Dr. Slump type thing. Yes, yeah. yes. No, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Is like, Toriyama makes funny stuff. Like, he's always been extremely silly. And I think the, the more... I, more serious action-centric side of Dragon Ball is what really started printing money. And he kind of got sucked into that. And, you know... I like I just like how it's like a gritty type of animation because a lot of anime games like they're kind of boring to me because it's just kind of like they're the too same. Clean, right? yeah, yeah, they're too clean and it's kind of hard to like take things seriously when it's just like it's just like a CGI model of the exact anime versus this. It's like it's a lot more like there's a lot more character involved in it. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of like grit to the to like the the character models and stuff like that. Which yeah. are, and, I, and they brought that over into the game and I think that looks awesome. Yeah, I kind of want to circle back onto the game a little bit more just to give some more context uh, as to what I experienced. Um, I, I, so you get to ride around in the tank uh, and uh, there's also some melee combat as well. Now I gotta say, uh, vehicle combat was, uh, was a little bit a little bit wonky to me. Um, again, like I said, the game looks polished, but combat in the tank was a little bit complicated. When you think about games like GTA, which really just, they, they like Rockstar, they perfected uh, like being able to ride around in the car. Mm -hmm. It was, it was kind of hard to really control the tank. Yeah, there's a lot of tanks in GTA. At the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah, GTA 3, you can drop a tank. Yeah, but can you fight dinosaurs? Yeah. No. 
What are the big complaints about GTA? The affair? Okay, yeah. GTA is definitely known for its mechs, but yes. Mechs? I said tanks. So what, the tank mechs, doesn't though. control well, or it does? No, it or does not. Does it have no. tank controls? <laughs> Damn it. <clears throat> Oh, Mr. There. Rain it in over here for the first half of the show is letting a little loose all of a sudden. Yeah. But there were there are subtle knots to other uh, Toriyama uh, properties as well. I mean, all so. the all the machines are Dragon Ball stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And Biel, but there was this and there's a one move that Beelzebub does that's kind of like a power up move that can kind of defeat uh, nearby enemies. Right. Um, and uh, you mentioned th there's even like these these Ginyu Force esque characters, you know, uh, that I think is just just awesome. So anyone that's not familiar with uh, Sandland, but you're familiar with Dragon Ball Z, you'll be right at home here. Because, uh, like, honestly, like, I know about this manga. I, I, me and Max, we, we were talking about this, uh, uh, like, weeks ago. I was familiar with it, but I never actually that's, yeah. picked it up. I mean, I think that's sort of a running theme with a lot of people is, like, Dragon Ball fans knowing what it is, but never yeah. feeling compelled to have to yeah. read it because it right. isn't, it doesn't have this, like, huge, you know, fandom behind it, but, like, I don't know. I was like, I want to see what happens. Right, yeah. I read the manga. trying to build something here. Like, that's yeah. what, there's there's a reason why, like, we, we got this, the, the we got this gameplay, the, the movie's coming out soon. There's a reason for this. They're Actually, building up it was really funny. Before the, before the movie, they had, like, a letter from Toriyama. Yeah. And it was like, I'm really wondering why they decided to <laughs> adapt this horrible manga now, LOL. <laughs> and it was like, like really? totally, yeah, totally poking fun at his own work. But yeah. oh I, apparently he's really fond of it. And like, mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I love Dragon Ball. There's been so much Dragon Ball. Yeah. It's really nice yeah. to get something new. Like, there's martial arts, there's beating people up, but there's also like, I don't know, there's mechanical things. Well, you were saying like that, you know, you weren't wild about the tank. Was that the only vehicle you got to try? Because I'm looking at like, there's like these bipedal walkers and there's yeah. like a beast that you can ride and a so, really fast car. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I, there, there was like a, a cart I was riding, riding in. So the game starts out with you trying to escape this sandworm. Um, but it's it's front facing. So, you know, I'm I'm like controlling it. So camera-wise, it's like yeah. janky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think they, I don't know, I feel like the the, the vehicle system, uh, system might, it needs a little bit more work. I don't know. The the controls are just a little bit wonky for, for my liking. Um, I also want to throw this out there uh, for people that are familiar with the manga. This kind of expands on that. So there's a lot I mean, of elements. to. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's one, it's one volume. There's not yeah. much there. Yeah. Which I'm kind of like, the setting is cool, but what are you going to do? And I mean, the fact that they've got a bunch of mechs and stuff that are like straight up lifted from Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. I think they're actually, they might actually be models that they used in Kakarot that they've like yeah. put over here, which oh. I'm fine with. Um, but they're like, they're weird kind of, they're like background hovercraft and stuff that, you know, you drove around with in, in you know, the, the early Dragon Ball. And it's like, if they're using that here and fleshing out that universe, then sure, why not? There's there's a shot in the gameplay and in the trailer where there's like these, these, these kids are like playing a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. I want I want that to be like a playable thing inside. It probably will be. Like yeah. a mini game? You yeah, I want that. Of at all like a yeah, I want that. Yaku's you want a mini game. Did you mess with Kakarot at all? I didn't, no. It's basically a Yakuza game with, with Goku, like structurally speaking. Like there's a lot of sort of, they're, they're beat-em-ups and they're random encounters, but like, you know, you just go and fight a bunch of dudes, and then you go and you're like, I have to go eat a bunch of food, and there's a mini game about that. Which is why I, I love it when they do things, because like the One Punch Man game that's yeah. coming out is like One that, where it's like, yeah. it's like whenever it's just like, oh, it's like shonen characters fighting each other. I'm like, cool, that's every game yeah. that every anime has ever made. But it's like when they do side things that kind of deep dive into like the characters a little more, I'm like, that's where like that's, that's what that's I want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A little bit of sort of slice of life stuff. <laughs> 
This episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by NordVPN, a great way to protect yourself online while also improving your overall experience while enjoying cyberspace. Are you tired of streaming shows, movies, or sporting events being unavailable in your region due to draconian restrictions that are based on completely arbitrary geographical boundaries in physical meat space? Well, switch your virtual location to a place where that's no longer an issue. The same goes for shopping. You can get the best possible deal on subscriptions, flights, hotels, and other goods and services like that from websites that like to play favorites with certain territories and currencies. Meanwhile, encrypted traffic protects your data from hackers, viruses, malware, phishing sites, and other harmful hitchhikers of the information superhighway. Though really, it's more of an information autobahn because there is no speed limit with NordVPN. It is the fastest VPN in the world, so there won't be any buffering or lagging, and it'll stop your ISP from throttling your bandwidth. Isn't that nice? One NordVPN account can be used across six devices, which is great. My wife has been using our account to watch all sorts of awful British reality TV shows that aren't available here, like Argument Island or Half Naked Idiots Fall in Love, and everyone's favorite, The Worst People Just Got Married, Let's Hear Them Talk About It. Shows that are so bad, they're blocked in our part of the world for our own good, but luckily, NordVPN allows her to trick the internet into thinking she's in the UK, so she and her awful friends can shriek and howl and cackle at the TV while I'm trying to relax. I've been using my VPN too. You know what I've been using it for? None of your business. Yep, that's right. And thanks to NordVPN, my data is safely encrypted, all bundled up in a weighted security blanket of incomprehensibly complex math problems, and nobody can tell what it's doing under there. Data, you do your thing. I'll leave you alone. One month of NordVPN coverage costs less than a cup of coffee. Coffee can't protect you from cyber criminals unless you throw it at them or pour it on their computers, and you'll probably get in trouble for doing that. So get NordVPN instead. To get the best possible discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash pobeyond. That link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that is nordvpn.com slash pobeyond. And now, back to the show. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Mortal Kombat 1 has not been exactly kept under wraps too it's well. It's the first Mortal Kombat game ever. It's the f- I, yeah. Finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> New fighting game. Mortal finally, Kombat a game I Zero is what we're knowing playing. anything about anything. Uh, no, this is, this is a really funny uh, ser- game specifically because it, the game's existence got spoiled by WB Discovery CEO David Zasloff in like an earnings call. Otherwise, then, great guy though, right? No notes. Sounds good over Sure, there. he seems cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but they, uh, they also, I don't even know where this came from, but the, the roster of the DLC characters leaks. And yep. so, like, alongside the existence oh, yeah. of this game, they're also like, and it's going to have Peacemaker and Homelander and Omni-Man in it. And, Which like, we've hilarious. all known this. I know. I yeah. can't believe all of that 
Well, like that. What's interesting about this game is that like uh, we only just found out about all of this a few months ago, and then like legally or officially it got all revealed. Yeah. And then it's out already in what September? I feel like they kind of had to do that though. I know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, like we talk like all right, so we're like we don't know a release date for Star Wars Outlaws, right? Or yeah. Sandland, right? Like pretty much every game we've talked about already today has been like, oh, hope we get to play it someday. But with this one, they were just like. A bunch of it leaked, a bunch of it got officially revealed. There's uh, stress tests out there that they mm -hmm. put out in the wild for people to actually play, and then it's gonna be out in like two well, months. Well, it's frustrating because like, I, I feel like NetherRealm and WB historically was really good about keeping stuff under wraps until the last minute. Like I remember right. the, I wanna say it was the first Injustice, like that was completely a mystery, that was a big surprise until I went to E3 and like looked up and there was a banner and it said that. I was like, what is that? Mm -hmm. And then they showed it off for the first time the next day and then it was out like a few months later, which is, that turnaround on that is really cool. It's nice when things get kept buttoned up like that. Yeah. It's a little bit sort of almost, not underwhelming, but like anticlimactic when we all knew that we were gonna get Peacemaker and Omni-Man and stuff. They just hadn't confirmed it. This Comic-Con, they finally sort of showed that off. That would have blown everyone's minds if that hadn't been spoiled in advance. I know. Uh, but what's cool is we did actually get, um, we get we got Ed Boon and a bunch of other uh, folks on stage to talk about Mortal Kombat 1 and kind of explain a little bit of the, the thinking behind it. And they kind of framed it as like, what, what's the like what's the theme of like this round of guest characters? And it's it's bad superheroes. It's like ba it's anti-hero shit. Yeah, yeah. I but love like, that. This is also kind of a cool make good because they didn't like normally they do a Mortal Kombat and Injustice, Mortal Kombat Injustice. We got used to that cadence a little bit, and people were really expecting Injustice three, and they didn't get it. But they got Mortal Kombat one with evil Superman knockoffs. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's funny too because it's like there's so many villains that are in these games, and it's like for these, I feel like these are the people that we really want to beat up the most. Yes. <laughs> like we can beat up the Joker. It's fine. He's bad, but it's like Omni Man. Yeah. He's trying to be a good dude. He's not a good dude. Like we're gonna. Yeah. Like no, this I, is this yeah, is I, who I, I, I wanna... fantasize. I want to rip Homelander's heart out. Yeah. Like, yeah. you hate that. As yeah. Omni-Man, like, yeah. The thing is, like, I, look, I've all, I love, like, Omni-Man is just amazing. I always, I've always wanted to play as him. I, I have nothing against him. I mean, look at that chest. It's such a chisel. I mean, they chest. did a lot. Well, it's, this is fascinating because, for me, like, I should say, yeah, I, yeah, so what does that O stand for in his chest? Yeah, then for you, I do like the. Uh, I mean, they they could have just done J.K. Simmons, but they still, is he, you know, is he voicing it? Do you know? Do we know? If, I don't know, but I, I mean, they didn't use his face. He still looks beautiful. I think, yeah. I think Mortal Kombat. I definitely want to punch him. I think it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing because it's like when like uh, Sakurai at Nintendo calls someone and is like, "Hey, can we get Sonic the Hedgehog?" in uh, Super Smash Brothers, they're like, yeah, sure, that'll be fine. Or like, but don't make him too tall or too small. And in this game, they're like, can we get, uh, you know, a Homelander in this game? And it's like, yeah, um, uh, can you send over some x-rays of what the inside yeah. of his groin looks like? Because we're gonna make it explode. <laughs> it's like, we're, yeah, we're gonna, somebody's gonna throw a boomerang at him. Do you think there's any fatality using milk? I really hope there is. I hope, is. I think oh they're gonna do some milk. There's that milk? Yeah, I gonna show up and just gonna glug, I hope they really goof up the fatalities with these characters. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. He's Oh, I had not I, thought of that. What I think is interesting here is like we've seen like we've seen live action Peacemaker and, and Homelander because they are live yeah. action predominantly. Have we actually seen live action Peacemaker though? Have I mean, we actually seen him? No, it's there's the helmet and there's the shirt. They just yeah. kind of float there. Yeah. It's sort of just it oh, blends yeah. in. I'm yeah. glad you got that. Yeah. Otherwise, it would look really bad for we've Peacemaker. We just don't know who the actor is. Yeah. Right. No, it's weird that one of these days they'll maybe. Such an overused joke that I don't even care. No, I, you, no, you got a no. We got some new juice out of it. We've only. <laughs> We've only seen like comic book and animated versions of Omni-Man. Like he's only ever been sort of, you know, cartoony. Yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah. been, in, you know, on, pr on print in an animated form. And it's like kind of weird to see him
him given the more more realistic but still yeah. a little bit cartoony Mortal Kombat treatment. That's what I love about the art style in this game, though, is I do feel like it's like it is leaning a little into the cartoony side, which is super fun. And so like seeing that convergence of like, all right, this is a cartoon character basically or a comic character. We're gonna bring him in here. He's a little realistic, but he's still a little goofy. Yeah, but we're still gonna tear his his balls yeah. off. <laughs> but what's funny about that when you look at Omni Man, I mean, like I, I had. The, no notes looked mm -hmm. fine, but I don't know if you remember when uh, the Joker was revealed in uh, Mortal Kombat uh, numbered something. Yeah, because was, was it a was it a which one was it? Was yeah, it? I, yes, I know. But, what you're but when about. when the Joker was revealed, everyone was like was harping on that and how bad it looked. It yes. just looked like it looked yeah. like a cosplayer. Well, because like they had like done, the they had done so well, like with you know. Uh, I mean, like, to be fair, the Joker is a cosplayer. So, <laughs> it looked, but that, it looked nothing like the Joker. Yeah, it didn't look like any of the Jokers. No, that's the yeah. other thing. Like there are so many Jokers, and it didn't look like any of them. And here it's like they have one, you know, this one peacemaker basically that that modern comic book yeah. TV show and movie fans know. And like it works, they got it right. I feel like we'll probably get like alternate costumes in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're uh, good about it. But I wanted to talk about this. Like, if they were to continue this theme of like bad superheroes, who would be a good fit here? Because I, I have some ideas. I and I we, we heard some rumors, we heard some rumblings that maybe to go with Homelander, we'd also get Billy Butcher, who's played by Carl Urban on the show. Yeah. Uh, if you got Carl Urban in the mocap studio, you're getting him for some do some lines. Maybe. Maybe we can get Judge Dredd in there too. Judge Dredd would be awesome. I just I love, I love Judge that. Dredd in Mortal Kombat would be so good. Yeah, that's I would be I'd be so into that. I'd be all over it. Mine would just be anime characters. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go for it. I'd probably say maybe, ooh, Endeavor from like One Punch Man or not One Punch Man, uh, My Academia. Yeah, in Endeavor. Yeah. Ooh, he would be a good one. Oh yeah, actually maybe. I I, I would say hmm. People still hate him. What's his fatality? It's his fatality. Well, he's full of fire, so probably not burning him. <laughs> oh, like, you, oh, the fatality that people would do to him. Like, no, oh, what would he do to it, Oh, he would just burn people to death. Like, that's just the same. That's good. That's okay, no, I gotta say, I, I gotta put on my anime nerd hat now. You think Endeavor's a bad superhero? He's not a bad, he's like an anti-hero. You think he's an anti-hero? He's absolutely an anti-hero. Why? The, the, uh, okay, my burning question is why? I have no strong I mean, feelings on this he, matter yeah, You have very strong feelings. Um, I mean, they kind of... Well, because he's a bad, he's a bad father. Yeah, he like abused okay. his kid. Okay, yeah. I forgot about the father aspect. I <laughs> and, was thinking superhero. And wife. Thing he also it. beat his wife. But you, I mean, he, again, these are these are, yeah. these are, yeah. these are <laughs> like Omni Man is not a good dad. To be fair, yeah. they did yeah. kind of give him a comeback in the manga, and he's uh, a little better now. But no, he but is someone for can't a while. Make up for the past. There's, yeah. there's one. Okay? Homelander's not a good dad. <laughs> they're not. They're not. I mean, they're a big. It's a big. It's a big thing going on right now in the series, in the manga currently. But no, but he was a very much like a debated, debatable hated hero throughout most of the series because he was the number two hero and it was like hmm, this guy abuses children one of them is now a villain his wife is banned from or he's banned from seeing his wife because yeah. he abused her like it's so it's like I mean, behind the scenes he was a bad dude i wonder if we're ever going to get anime characters in in Mortal Kombat. Have we? Have they done that at all? I'm trying to. Probably uh, not, but it'd be awesome so. if they did. Endeavor it would, would be, be a great one because yeah. Endeavor has like a fiery beard and mustache and eyebrows yeah. as well, right? He kind of yeah. looks like Omni Man on yeah. fire, actually, yeah. now you think about it. I don't know if Ed Boon's like a big anime dude. Well, I mean, it's weird because like they're a, you know, they're a Western studio that makes fighting games and it's like, yeah. I feel like any, you know, Japanese anime studio that's going to team up with somebody to put their characters in a game, like there's plenty over there. So like, anime wind up loves their anti heroes. They love game. making bad superheroes and bad protagonists. Like, it would just be like, you could put light from Death Note in there. Yeah. There you mm -hmm. go. You know, it's like 
It's an ongoing thing. So for me, it's like those, that's where my brain goes to. I mean, they've made like a million anime fighting games, but they're never like Mortal Kombat level hyper violent. It's also hard to make hyper realistic anime characters. It's weird. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like Comic -Con. Yeah. Remember that one? That oh God, yeah. What I was, gonna, I was building up to is I would love to see Vegeta in Mortal Kombat, but like, but hyper realistic. He, he looks, he looks realistic and, and it's upsetting. It's like when it's like, oh, here. Same type yeah. of e uh, eyes as he well. He just looks like he's in an 80s metal yeah. band. Like, yeah. that's it's, just what This is like the magic of Comic Con, though. Like, you walk outside and you see, like, human adults cosplaying as anime characters. It's like, here's realistic yeah. Homer Simpson. Just, and you're like, it's ah. like he's got this giant, big 80s metal hair. Like, that's what every mm -hmm. Dragon Ball character would be. Yeah, hyper-realistic Homer Simpson would be terrifying. But also, like, you need, like, the Simpsons to be like, oh, can, you know, you're allowed to rip his heart out. They would have to do that old Simpsons episode where Homer gets dropped into, into real 3D, life. Yeah. It's just still him, but Did in 3D. We Simpsons fight? We got Simpsons wrestling, right? Yeah, Simpsons wrestling. I like that I just yeah. beeline for you. Like, you know this. <laughs> you know course. this. Yeah. Yeah. We have it in the studio uh, in L.A., the L.A. offices. Is it yeah. in the arcade game? Yeah. Oh, that's right. They did like a, it's Simpsons Arcade and it also comes with, what is it, Simpsons Bowling, bowling and Wrestling. And, and Wrestling, yeah. I think. I think so. Or I could be lying to our audience. That's fine. Yeah. You know, okay. can't spell uh, lying with that IGN. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so um, we've been running <laughs> a pretty tight ship so far. We've really been staying on topic, really just following this run of show that we prepared. A plus uh, stuff. Really that's definitely not the that. end of the day. Uh, oh, yeah. Not at all. <laughs> I th uh, I w let's just let's talk about let's talk about Comic Con stuff. Sure. Let's, um, nice. What like Lisa? What did you see at Comic Con that really was? Um, cool? Well, you know that I love statues and figurines, so I saw a lot of awesome statues and figurines. But what was really funny is that it's the same. Who is the same studio that did the the Chun Li one? Yeah. Um, uh, premium collectibles. They had a whole bunch of them. They had a, an awesome Shredder statue. Oh God, and, yeah. yeah. But they had two RoboCop ones, and inside the same case was a Mega Man. And I was <laughs> like, this is wait, hold on. Oh yeah. <laughs> That was weird, no, right? I'm like, what's the connection here? <laughs> it was so it was, Ro it was like it was like Robocop Robo one with like the classic silver one, and then there's yeah. like the bluish one that's like the bad Robocop from yeah. two. Uh huh. And then they just had like it looked like they had a, their child with them, but he was like missing like some of his you know he had like some of his robot parts yeah. showing. Yeah. It's like here's anime robot Robocop well, right you, here. It's, it's, you have like two police officers, one's evil, and then then there's like their little boy who's like, I have to get the flash power so I can beat the wood guy. <laughs> right. The wood power so I can beat the electric guy and then the water guy's here with bubbles. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not how Mega Man talks. But. What happened with exactly Woodman? How did they just, what happened they, with Woodman? What happened with like did, did like did they just run out of like was that like waiting for a paycheck or something? They were like, we don't have any more no. metal for robots. We're oh. gonna make a wooden man. Oh uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, that's an existential. Crisis. But they, there's so many, there's so many good ones. But I, I talked, I told you guys about this earlier. There's this like really awesome Jesus Christ statue. It's hyper, <laughs> it's like, I was about to say hyper realistic, and it but says, I don't. It says I don't Jesus know. Christ, the Ascension on it's, it. It's the moment like, where he's going up. Yeah. It's like when he's about to do his like is Dragon Ball. Yeah. Out? No, it's, no, it's a no, Jesus it's not even Christ statue. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's, 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 it's before he does his big power In all fairness, up, they've been you know? making statues of him for like way longer than they've been making statues of most of the characters. These statues of Comic Con, like, they've been yeah. around for a while. I mean, it's they just, always have like big ones in churches, but this one's like he's about to do with like a yeah. power move. Do you know my hotel has a one-to-one -one scale recreation of the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That um, was pretty bad. Yeah, uh, so that, that same studio 
I, they're not they're not <laughs> they're not just religious question mark but they also had uh double dragon figures that were yeah really good. they had some really random ones and then true romance which that's that's yeah. like what that's i don't know i mean i have Wait, like so a, that studio is doing jesus christ double dragon and true romance yeah, yeah that classic three pack okay <laughs> <laughs> I really honestly love studios that are just like instead of just making things that are super popular right now you know like here's a you know demon slayer statue or whatever they like go out of their way to make things that they really want to make and you're I like your interest is very odd yeah no we <laughs> were really all over the place we were over at the super seven booth uh the other night and uh it's run it's a studio run by this uh friend of ours named brian flynn and he basically just goes like i'm gonna make toys of anything i love they're finally doing a danzig figure yeah they're doing di they're doing different ones they you see the, the Dio one? They had all sorts of oh, like, one, little yeah. rock star ones. It's like, oh, I didn't even I mean, think I about that musician one just, statues. Oh, that's yeah, opening I'm, another can yeah, that I don't That's right, this, the, the, the Double Dragon Jesus one, they had the, that was Dio too. They had like Dio. <laughs> it was Dio. I'm making Golden Girls yeah. also. And yeah. Then, yeah. I don't know why I looked at you. Like, I had Golden Girls. Man. I had mixed feelings there because they have like, they have a Dio statue where he's like, he's like throwing the goat and there's like a dragon underneath him. And then there's another one of Gene Simmons and it was just weird that it was like, it was like Spider-Man and his amazing friends. It was like, this isn't a super team. This is just disparate characters mm -hmm. near each other. Like, why is Dio and Gene Simmons near each other? They, I don't, they, they also had some, like, there's, like, a Armored Core mech on the show floor, which is pretty yes. cool. And, like, there's, it's weird because there's not a ton of video game stuff here. Yeah. I think that, like, we're in that weird between window of, like, uh, Summer Games Fest and Gamescom which I think is going to go like super hard this year in terms of game stuff. Like mm -hmm. I think a lot of awesome stuff's going to happen. In so this stuff. actually gave me some hope in terms of like games at Comic-Con. Uh, I remember we, I looked this up when Spider-Man first showed up, like the, the Insomniac game, mm -hmm. uh, they were part of a sort of all purpose Marvel games panel that was in Hall H, which Hall, Hall H is the big one that fills up with people. And it's like, usually that's reserved for like the MCU or like what's the future of the DC movies, whatever. Uh, Spider-Man 2 was the only, was they, they headlined. It wasn't like, you know, Marvel games featuring, you know, Spider-Man right. 2, Marvel Snap, like Midnight Suns. It was just Spider-Man 2. And that was like, that felt to me like a certain, like that was qualifying it as like, we've, we've come a long way. Like things have kind of started to ramp up a bit. And yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. It's, Which I dig. Um, we had like a, probably one of my, one of the most like quintessential comic Comic-Con moments ever today. Uh, we had Todd McFarlane on the show who like uh, created Spawn, co-created yeah. Venom. And Max had this idea like, hey, this dude made, like he made Venom. So like, let's show him Venom in the new Spider-Man game and see what he thinks of it. And like, he's done our show for like, five, six years straight now, and it's always fun. Like, he always comes on, he just brings toys and awesome, yeah. weapons and just nonsense. And he's like, like, Todd, what are you working on these days? And he's like, I got some great news, guys. Spawn is back. Head over to Kickstarter. He's, he's and a cowboy now. <laughs> yeah. All this stuff. And, and so this time around, we were just like, he brought all these Batman action figures yep. from all the movies. Batsman. The Batsman. <laughs> and we're like freaking out because they're so cool. And at the end, Max is kind of like, hey, so they're making a new... Uh, Venomy video game. Venomy Spider-Man. Venomy Man, you know. And, <laughs> you know, you probably, like, you probably have some ideas of what the right way to do Venom is, and we showed him the trailer, and he was, like, geeking out. Like, he was like, this is, you know, they, they got his size right, yeah. they got his teeth right, the teeth should be animal-like and irregular, saliva should he be had, So everywhere. he hadn't seen it. He'd never I, seen it, I think yeah. he was, like, ready to be diplomatic, and I think we kind of watched him sort of light up. Yeah. Like, he was like, that looks vicious. Well, because he was like, like right. I, you know, when I saw uh, Venom in the third uh, Spider-Man movie, I kept waiting for him to get bigger, and he never did. Yeah. Like, he was like, Venom should be 20, 30, 40, 50 percent. Did bigger. you ask him about the puddles, though? 
you know what? He's, he's a leading expert. He, I know, he actually said he liked how uh, wet and slimy Venom looked. So, yeah. you know, Todd, Todd McFarlane likes yeah. the, the I mean, slime. This, and this was like our first really good shot of, of Venom in this. Mm -hmm. And like, man, yeah, like this is the kind of thing if you had showed me and That's probably such me. a cool experience though, because it's like they ha he hadn't seen it and it's like, oh, yeah, this it was, is a thing you made. It was like, awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. And it's like, you know, obviously like at some point you make a character and it's, it's outside of your creative control. You're not like overseeing it anymore. Todd's moved on to so many other things. He's working on Batman and Spawn and stuff like that. Uh, Venom has uh, obviously grown bigger than whatever he's worked on, but he still gets to check in and be like, oh yeah, that's, that's my little baby boy right there Aww. with big teeth and saliva and a horrible tongue. <laughs> You actually had a lot of notes about the he tongue. Had, yeah, he, he's like, tongues aren't that scary. That was the guy who came after me who added the tongue. I was like, no one ever comes at you and goes, ah. <laughs> like, well, I don't know about you. Sometimes. Yeah. I hope yeah. they add that sound Freaks. effect, actually. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. He <laughs> actually, yeah, he, we saw a lot of Todd McFarlane's tongue today, which, yeah. Comic-Con. Well, Comic he was talking, so what else are you supposed to say? I, I've talked to you for hundreds of hours. I've never seen your tongue. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? You see my tongue all the time. Out of context, that's great. Don't do that. Stop that right this instant. I don't like it one bit. Hey, everyone. Uh, I don't want to say anybody's songs. All right, we are running out of time here, but before we go, Lisa, where can people find you? Um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I just post stand-up and gaming stuff. I'm on everything. Now, you Twitch stream, too, right? You yeah. Twitch stream. I, want I to do. Talk, oh, want yeah. To talk That's this. also a thing yeah. I do you a lot. Been, what do you Twitch stream? What have you been playing? Uh, you're excited to hear this. Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, I'm getting through the Metal Gear Solid series right now, and it's amazing and confusing. And Just, you're getting you're getting like nonstop copyright strikes too. Yes, I love that because Twitch had Gloria, uh, Gloria. yeah, they have implemented the whole DMCA thing. But since but you can't you can't mod over the soundtrack of Metal Gear Solid Five. Right. Like having a, a helicopter pick you up playing Man Eater by Hollow Notes is crucial to the game experience. Ask, like, what's your helicopter theme? That, it, I haven't gone to that yet, but that is the song I'm going to choose right now. It's She Blinded Me with Science, and that has gotten me almost suspended. And I'm like, worth it. Worth it. That can't even. That yeah. So good. What was your What was your helicopter theme? I don't remember. Uh, it's how, that, that game came out what like six years ago at this point. Something like that. Five I think years? about it every night though. I I love it. I love that game so much. Yeah. Akeem, you walked up and we were talking about it and you were like, why are you talking about this? Yeah, it's 2023. It was just, I just couldn't believe, because uh, I mean, you're playing it now, yeah. but Max, it's been many years since you played. I was like, how do you how do you retain so much knowledge about that particular game? I don't know. Well, I, I, I guess it just recently, didn't right? hit yeah. me the same way. I don't know. Mm. I think it's the best part about streaming it though, is because people who are really into those type of niche series are finally seeing someone who hasn't played them. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, there's someone who hasn't played Metal Gear Solid. And instead of being like, how did you skip out on this? They're just excited to see somebody. So wait, you, you played five a million years ago with no context, and then you, yeah. you played all of the ones leading yeah, up to it. Yeah, I had never played any of them until then, and I was like, why are we listening to David Bowie, and why am I on the side of a horse? Why does my yeah. dog have a gun? Like, it was just like, too, too much was going on. And then I decided to play through all of them this past year, and now I'm caught up, and like. And you're picking up those Metal Gear fans, and the cool thing about live streaming that is the fact that you have like a live wikis guy so if you get lost just look at chat look no at they just up. argue over who the best snake is who's the, the best time. snake naked snake why would you say such a <laughs> <laughs> so side note 
That's not David Bowie. That's Midge Yuri. Yeah. It sounds David like David Bowie, Bowie. is Naked Snake. Yeah. yeah I believe that. <laughs> no, but you know um, what I mean? It was just like, it was just so much was going on. I was so fascinated by it, and I just never had a chance to play it, and streaming gave me the opportunity to finally get through things with people who... I mean, that game is phenomenal. It's it great. is. It'll I'm, I'm probably... really, I'm, I'm sad that you're getting copyright strikes left and right, but I'm glad that you're... You know, it's going to uh, be worth it. You're, you're willing to risk the jail time. <laughs> it's <laughs> worth it. It's going to go to jail for 80s music, basically. I think my metal image of that game is just like hauling oh, ass across the across the desert, and I'm in like a pink jeep. I'm wearing like leopard print pants and no shirt, and I'm just blasting Laura Branigan. And I'm like cheating the camera around. I'm like, yeah, I look cool as hell. And then I just I just hit a rock going full speed. It's very funny and reactionary, and also it still feels like a new game. The, the concept like, of like yeah. fultoning something or whatever, where you like you put a you balloon put the balloon on, the on them and, they... and it just floats away, and they're like, Bleh. yeah, I played Peace Walker before this. I'm like, this is so good, and. and and it was like, dude, Metal Gear Solid 5 is like the better version oh of this. Oh my god, so. yeah. It's great, I love it. finish that game one day, because there's so much good stuff in there. Someday, maybe. Someday. What if they made like a similar game where you just delivered mail? But nothing was there. <laughs> yeah. And it was super sad. <laughs> I don't Venomy. And Venomy. <laughs> it is Venomy, That's, uh, Death Stranding. Death Stranding is pretty Venomy, yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot of, you know, Puddle Men. Puddle man. There's good puddles. I heard there's good puddles in that game. There are really good puddles. There were yeah. people were not complaining about That's those. The power of the Decima engine. Great puddles. Yep. Yeah. Spider-Man should take notes. Uh, anyway, Brian, <laughs> Akeem, Lisa, thank you so much for hanging out, talking about whatever we just talked about. It's been a week. It's Happy Comic Con, man. Happy yeah. Comic Con. Happy Comic Con. Do you hear that? That noise? That's the sound of people who are really happy they don't have to hear us talking about Venom anymore. Yeah. They get to go home to their families after this. Uh, on that note, as always, you can find new episodes of Beyond every week on YouTube.com slash IGN Games, wherever you get your podcasts or IGN.com. If you missed any of our Comic-Con coverage, I'm mad at you. Come on. Go watch it. What's wrong with you? There's Fix a, we, that. We get on so it. Hard. We work really hard. We're tuckered out. On that note, Beyond. 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 Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of the Go Kid Go Network. Do your kids love wacky worlds, superheroes, and inventing? Of course they do. That's why our shows Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow are set in Pflugerville, the nonstop fun and adventure universe where imagination, creativity, STEM, and positive role models abound. Join the Pflugerville fun by searching for Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.